Summer Challenge. Sheesh. Okay, welcome back to the Mark Summer Challenge. I am here at Lydia Bennon and Lucas Scott's wedding. So I gotta go fast and it's windy and this camera is shaking and it's gonna fall over, but it's fine. Today is July 3rd. You're on day three of the Mark Summer Challenge. By now you should have already read Mark chapter two, verse one, all the way to Mark chapter three, verse six. So it was a longer passage, but it was very good, right? You enjoyed reading it. Uh, I love this because we get a look into the city of Capernaum where Jesus's home was and so this devotional is called trouble in Capernaum okay Capernaum Jesus is always there he spends a lot of time there he performs many miracles there he preaches many sermons there and so you would think that his influence in his hometown would be great right a lot of people would, I would assume, flock to him. They would be big fans of Jesus. They would listen to him much of the time and very often. And so they would be influenced by that and they would become followers of Jesus is what I would assume. If Jesus lived in Menifee, where I lived, and I always heard him preach the greatest, most clear, most compelling preacher of all time, then I would assume that our town would have a great following of Jesus Christ. We would all be team Jesus, right? But the sad reality is that even though Jesus was homed in Capernaum, that was his home, and he was there much of the time, and he had a great influence, still many people did not follow Jesus. Still many people had hardened hearts. And I want to point this out because maybe this is us. Maybe this is us at Faith Bible Church. Maybe we are just like Capernaum, where you hear the gospel over and over again. Every single week, you hear it maybe twice a week, once in youth group, once on Sunday mornings. Wait, three times a week because you hear it twice on Sunday mornings. And so you are always hearing the gospel, but maybe you still reject it. And each time you hear the gospel, your heart is growing harder and harder towards it because you return back to your sin each time. Is this you? Are you just like the people of Capernaum who hear Jesus preach the gospel and still choose to reject him? I hope it's not. Maybe you've grown up in the church all of your life. You've heard the gospel all of your life. And maybe you are still choosing to disobey it and turn a blind eye towards it. I hope that's not you. I want you to see in this first part of chapter 2, verses 1 through 12, that Jesus forgives. Jesus forgives. We see him and a paralytic. And the paralytic is being uh, transported through the roof. And many people are calling on Jesus to heal this paralytic. Heal him, Jesus. Heal him, Jesus, is what I would imagine them saying to him. Uh, begging him to forgive him, to heal him. Uh, and what Jesus does is pretty remarkable, is that Jesus addresses the paralytic's greatest need, his greatest need. And that is not that he is paralyzed or that he is sick or that he needs physical healing, but that he needs forgiveness. The paralytic, his greatest need was not his physical disability, but his spiritual disability, if you could say that. It was that the paralytic needed forgiveness for his sins. 
And Jesus knew that. Jesus, heal this paralytic man. And Jesus goes, your sins are forgiven. And the religious elite, the Pharisees hate this. Their heads are blowing off because they know that for someone to make a statement like this, they would have to be equating themselves to God because only God can forgive. And so Jesus saying these words is equating himself to God, is saying that he has the power to forgive people of their sins. And so the spiritual uh, elite hate this phrase and this saying of Jesus. They hate that he is making these huge claims. But Jesus is God, and so he does. He addresses the paralytic's greatest need. And I want to ask you, Has your greatest need been addressed? Have you sought forgiveness of your sins? Have your your sins been forgiven by Jesus, our Savior? That is our greatest need. Our greatest need is forgiveness of our sins. I want you to also see in verses 13 through 17 that Jesus befriends. Jesus befriends sinners. In fact, Jesus, uh, you would think, He would be hanging out with the spiritual elite. He would be hanging out with the religious leaders of the town. But this is actually quite the opposite. What Jesus does is he forgives and he saves not the spiritually elite who know all the Bible facts in the world, not the people who have grown up in the church all of their lives. He saves those who realize that they are sinners and that they need forgiveness He saves people who are humble and that who come to him needing a savior. And so that is remarkable. And that is good news for me and you that he saves sinners. No matter how great your sins are, no matter how bad they are, Jesus forgives sinners and he befriends them. The last thing I want you to see is that Jesus heals. Jesus heals. And uh, he goes on to heal. And even on the Sabbath, he heals any day he wants to. And the religious leaders are, of course, very upset about this. And I want you to notice, the religious leaders are losing their minds. And tension is starting to build. uh, Hatred for Jesus. And all this tension is building until ultimately later, we're going to see that they act out on their anger towards Jesus and they kill him on the cross, right? But Jesus heals on the Sabbath and, uh, and the religious leaders hate this. And, uh, and Jesus just continues to surprise us. Uh, but we know that Jesus is God. He has the ultimate power and the ultimate authority, and these religious leaders are just out of touch with reality, okay? So, we saw that Jesus forgives, we saw that Jesus befriends, and we saw that Jesus heals. Jesus is our Savior. And I wanna ask you these three questions that you're gonna answer online after this devotional. Number one, Why do you think you need the gospel? Whether you're someone who has heard the gospel all of your life, whether you're someone who is already saved, or whether you don't know Jesus at all, 
why do you think that you need the gospel? Because I can tell you, I am saved, I love Jesus, and I still need to hear the gospel over and over again. And I want to ask you, why do you need the gospel? Number two, what is our greatest need? What is our greatest need? And we talked about this, and I want you to answer it. What do you think your greatest need is? Number three, what sins do you need forgiveness for? Or what sins are you thankful Jesus already forgave? So if you are not yet a follower of Christ, if you're not yet a Christian, then what sins are holding you back and that you would love Jesus to forgive? Or if you're already a Christian, what sins are you so thankful for that Jesus already forgave? Jesus forgives, he befriends sinners, and Jesus heals. And uh, that is our devotional for today, okay? Excited you're doing this with us. Go answer the questions now and congratulate Lydia Scott and Lucas Scott when you see them, okay? See you later. See you tomorrow. Bye.